Here's our 2020 Vision Radio News update for Monday the 18th of July. I am Curtis Morton. Out of Charlestown Nevis, the Nevis Historical and Conservation Society, NHCS, has announced plans to erect a life-size statue of Alexander Hamilton, Nevis's native son and founding father of the United States of America. Ms. Janelle Nisbet, director at the NHCS, said the Society's membership is extremely proud and excited to be adding to the existing collection of artifacts that celebrate Alexander Hamilton's legacy in Nevis. We'll be unveiling a bronze Alexander Hamilton statue depicting Hamilton as a young man on the grounds of the Museum of Nevis History on July 22nd. The statue was donated to us by one of our members, Robin Summers, and it was donated through the Alexander Hamilton Awareness Society, which is assisting with coordinating the efforts to have it erected here in Nevis. At the Nevis Historical and Conservation Society, we are trying to find a good balance of Nevis's history from the days of slavery and our modern history. We have the Trot House, also known as the Hamilton House, where we feature information about Alexander Hamilton as well as some artifacts. That is very useful in attracting tourists from the international market, mainly from North America, where he was one of the founding fathers of the United States. He was born in Nevis, so the statue is expected to be a highlight for visitors and residents alike coming to the museums on Nevis, she said. Mr. Tom Aller, Vice Chairman of the Alexander Hamilton Awareness Society in the U.S., is presently on Nevis for the unveiling of the statue and to attend a number of activities being held between July 18th and 23rd to celebrate Alexander Hamilton. We are very grateful to Janelle and the Nevis Historical and Conservation Society for accomplishing so much towards making this project possible and to Robin Summers for his generous donation, he said, adding that several persons have traveled to Nevis for the unveiling and are looking forward to enjoying all that the island has to offer. Still out of Charlestown Nevis, the Soka Monarch Power Soka finalists and the finalists for the Groovy Monarch have been selected for the Grand Finals to be held at the Cultural Village on Friday 29th July. The semi-final show was held at the Cultural Village on the evening of Saturday 16th July in front of a fair-sized and appreciative audience. The Power Soka finalists are T-Bone slash Mr. Hype, Soka Empress, X-Man, Badman Polo, Molly Media, Climate, Adawa, Jesus Sparta, and Kido. The finalists for the Gobi Monarch are X-Man, T-Bone, Blade, Pakis, Kewana, Ivrika, and Adawa. Out of Bastia Senkits, the much-anticipated bell ringing has finally occurred. At a massive PLP meeting on Sunday night, Prime Minister Harris finally made the announcement for the election. Declare the date, the big date, for the re-election of the People's Labour Party.
Thank you, thank you. In your name, of all democracy lovers, I now declare that I have advised His Excellency, the Governor General, earlier this week, that he should prepare for us to go to general elections in St. Kitts and Nevis on Friday the 5th of August 2022. Out of Bastia St. Kitts, the St. Kitts and Nevis and Angola National Bank has acquired the first Caribbean International Bank Limited more in this ZIZ television report. The St. Kitts Nevis Angola National Bank has acquired the local branch of First Caribbean International Bank Limited. On Friday, First Caribbean International Bank Limited announced that the sale of its business to two indigenous banks in the Eastern Caribbean has received approval from the Eastern Caribbean Central Bank. The bank further announced that it will now begin the process of transferring its clients to the St. Kitts Nevis Angola National Bank in St. Kitts and the Bank of St. Vincent and the Grenadines Limited. This process is expected to take several months. The sale of the Caribbean's bank's business in five countries, St. Kitts and Nevis, Aruba, St. Vincent, Grenada and Dominica, was announced in October of 2021. A statement issued by St. Kitts Nevis Angola National Bank in October 2021 said this acquisition by National Bank represents a significant development in the evolution of the banking system of St. Kitts and Nevis and the wider sub-region. National Bank looks forward to welcoming, serving and satisfying our expanded and diverse customer base and we are committed to recruiting staff of CIBC First Caribbean as required to complement our human resource capacity and provide a personalized customer experience. We go to break and when I come back we'll have news on the regional scene. Ephesians 6 and verse 4 in the Holy Bible states quite clearly, And ye fathers, provoke not your children to wrath, but bring them up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. Psalms 127 and verse 3 also states, Lo, children are an heritage of the Lord, and the fruit of the womb is his reward. Parents say in the Federation of St. Nevis, we ought to nurture and care for the children that God allowed us to bring into this world. They are not to be battered or abused in any way, shape or form. They are to be loved and shaped in the admonition of God's word. Of course, you may have to use the rod of correction once in a while, but the children must not be abused in the process. Even punitive measures must be meted out in love. Stop the abuse and be proud when your children eventually develop into the outstanding citizens of the Federation. I am Curtis Morton Sr. and I endorse this message. Out of Bridgetown in Barbados, 
The Barbados government on Thursday announced a raft of new measures aimed at easing the burden on citizens as they deal with the increased cost of living occasioned by various global situations, including significant increases in energy prices. Prime Minister Mayor Motley, in an address to the nation, said it was important for Barbadians to deal with the situation given that there will be no knight in shining armor coming to their assistance. We all know and we are an island surrounded by water and we all know that when the ocean and the sea gets rough it is not for fancy strokes because you have to survive and to survive you have to tread water she said. Motley said that over the last few weeks her administration has been engaged in extensive discussions with various stakeholders with the objective of easing the pressures each day each of your faces with respect to critical food items, electricity, gas etc. Let me be clear. We understand that our survival rests in our own hands and that if we are going to feed ourselves through this crisis and beyond, we would have to create an environment to support our farmers, but they stressed. But they said that a number of new benefits would kick in in the next few days or weeks and the government would further elaborate on those measures in a statement to the parliament on Tuesday next week, so as to ensure that those things that require the force of law would have that benefit. She said that the government would continue the school feeding program for school children during the summer holidays and the Ministry of Finance offering relief for householders in their electricity bills by reducing the value-added tax VAT from 17.5% to 7.5% for electricity charge up to the first 250 kilowatt hours. In addition, the government, through the Customs and Excise Department, will expand a list of food items on which no VAT will be charged and a few on which no duties will be charged. Out of St. John's in Antigua, four prison inmates who were given an opportunity to pursue professional studies at the University of the West Indies Five Islands campus have excelled and are the top performers in the course. Kaniel Martin, Joel Kwame Serafin, Colin Moraine and Kenesha White were awarded scholarships in April to study virtually in the lifelong learning unit at the tertiary institution. The four residents of Her Majesty's Prison were enrolled in a course entitled Entrepreneurship, the Power of an Idea. Executive Director of the Lifelong Learning Unit, Paula Lee, said she felt emotional when she notified the prison superintendent of the scores, knowing the public outrage which had ensued when the opportunity was first extended to the three men and one woman. People were fussing and were not happy at all that those individuals who were incarcerated were receiving higher education but it was a bold move by the university and I love it. Those four individuals are our top students for that class, Lee said during an interview on Observers Connecting with Dave Lester Payne show. Tears came to my eye and I called the superintendent and I said to him, I like the fact that when people discounted them, they, the inmates, excelled, taking advantage of the opportunity. George and Ryan, who facilitated the course, explained how it teaches the technical and soft skills people will need to be successful entrepreneurs. The course had 10 modules covering a wide range of topics from marketing to cost-benefit analysis and decision-making over 13 weeks. The students were also required to take free exams to demonstrate that they had a clear understanding of what was being taught. All of these students, their minimum grade was 85% which in UE's grading, grading system was an A- and it went all the way up to 92%, Ryan said. Ryan also explained that the students were very interactive and assisted each other throughout the course. 
Meanwhile, Prison Superintendent German Anthony said the classes were conducted in two phases, with each inmate spending a minimum of four hours a day studying before joining the courses in the evening. A section of the prison was also converted into an e-learning center to facilitate the program. I am actually very ecstatic about it because of the negative cloud that was hanging over it. Just the fact that we were 1, 2, 3 and 4 is exciting for me and the rest of the prison population, Anthony said. More scholarships will be made available to other inmates in the upcoming months. And internationally out of the USA. Astronomers detect signals from a galaxy far, far away. We get this CNN report. Just like Jodie Foster's character in the movie Contact, scientists have come across a mysterious signal from a galaxy far, far away. In a study published on Wednesday, the journal Nature said that they've detected a very unusual radio burst. It has a pattern that's similar to a heartbeat. And for now, the exact location and cause of that burst is unknown. I want to bring in CNN's Tom Foreman to discuss. So, Tom, this strange and persistent radio signal seems like a pulsing heartbeat. What phenomena could cause this? And do we know of anything that causes similar effects in the universe? Uh, we do. We know that this is about a billion light years away, or in scientific terms, really, really far. And they think what this is, is something called a fast radio burst, or an FRB. They know it's that. It's picked up by radio telescopes here on Earth. They were only discovered in 2007. Basically, what this is, is a little burst of energy coming through the cosmos out there. Normally, these are very, very short, milliseconds long. This one is unusual because it's very strong. It's very bright, as they say, and it lasted three seconds. That's an awful lot of information to look at, and they're looking at it very closely right now, Bianca. Now, you, you ask what it might be. The real question would be uh, uh, the, the source is most likely going to be something, a version of a dying star out there. Uh, as it passes away, those stars can give off these radio signals out there, a pulsar or a magnetar. Those give these signals off, but those are really important to know about because if you know where they are, if you get one as strong as this and you can figure out where it is, if you can pinpoint it, you might be able to triangulate it and get a sense of how fast the universe is expanding. That's why they're so excited about this. It's not just a novelty. It's not just something from a movie, but something in real life they've never seen before. And with that repeated pattern in there, that little heartbeat sound, very exciting to the scientific community. Now to our weather update, the local weather forecast for St. Kitts and Nevis valid up to 8 p.m. today, Monday the 18th of July. The weather today partly sunny with a 20% or slight chance of showers. The winds east with speeds ranging from 19 to 31 kilometers per hour or 12 to 20 miles per hour with possible gusts to as high as 50 kilometers per hour or 31 miles per hour. The seas 0.9 to 1.8 meters or 3 to 6 feet. A small craft caution is in effect. The sunrise today was at 5.46 a.m. The sunset today is set for 6.48 p.m. I am Curtis Morton wishing you a marvelous day.